0: Welcome to Ew That's Creepy Podcast. In this episode, Melissa is going to tell Jackie about an unsolved double homicide that happened just a few months ago. Retired couples Stephen and DeGenway Reed were gunned down while on their daily walk in Concord, New Hampshire in April of this year. Could someone have racially targeted the couple? or could Stevens' career as a federal government employee played into his murder. Please note that this episode will discuss violence and murder. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, creepy cats? Welcome back to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. It is your hosts, Melissa and Jackie, here to tell you some more
1: true crime. I'm ready to hear about another trail where something mysterious has happened. Something sinister. Yeah. And
0: usually, I swear, Jackie, we always pick cases that are really, really similar. But for once, my case is like kind of the opposite of yours. Really?
1: Yeah. You know what case I wanted to do, but I was Mm. like, this is just, like, so, not overdone, because no story's ever overdone. Like, they all deserve to be heard. But, you know, we like to pick the lesser known ones on our podcast. That's kind of why we started a podcast. But I really wanted to do the Delphi murders. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I don't know why. That one just felt, like, to me, I felt like that was, like, every girl's worst nightmare, though, It's like, you're just, like, chilling with your friend, and then someone just walks up on you. But yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a whole podcast dedicated to that. So There's
0: think... a there's a whole documentary dedicated to that, I'm pretty sure
1: too. Yeah, I think I watched it. It was pretty good. Yeah, the story is so tragic. It is really really sad. But the but mine reason was too. So
0: Yeah, very true. <laughs> the reason why I picked this case is because this happened, the one I'm going to tell Jackie about today in April of 2022.
1: What? Yeah, this was a couple months ago. Oh, then I definitely don't know it.
0: (sighs) Yeah, and it's just like it's not on the AT, is it?
1: No, this
0: and another reason why this one is opposite of yours. It's not on a long trail out in the woods. It's Mm. on a very easy walking trail.
1: No, which is even more no, 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 no. Get out. Like, oh, when I say that, I always think of Pam in the office when Michael tells her that he's with her mom. And she's like, no, 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 no. There are two different types of people in this world. One will go to <laughs> Pam, the other is going to the creepy maid in Get Out. I do know that part, though. That part's too creepy, though. Sorry. Even to mimic. Sorry. I'll try and think of Pam now.
0: <laughs> but, so, today I'm going to be telling Jackie about the... Case of Stephen and DeGenway Reed. So, like I said, this happened in April of 2022 in Concord, New Hampshire. There's not a ton of information on it because it did just happen a couple months ago and there really aren't that many leads. So, let's. Well, that just sh- means you can give us updates when updates come. Exactly. Because this is one that I'm like, okay, there is no way this is going to be the last of this story. Like one of those. Mm hmm. This couple, Steven and DeGenway, I believe they just went by Steven Wendy for short. So I will call them that they were a retired couple. Wendy was 66. Her husband, Steve was 67. They were a quiet biracial couple who loved the outdoors. They loved going on hikes Um, So, Wendy was black. Steven was white. They had met in Washington, D.C. during their college years and had been together ever since.
1: That's so cute.
0: So, they were just, like, this really quiet couple. They got along great. Everyone said that they were just outstanding people. Friends and family had nothing but good things to say about them. They cared greatly about other people, cared greatly about protecting the environment. They had lived in D.C. for most of their lives, but they moved to Concord um, around 2018, 2019, I believe because of them retiring and they just wanted to be in a more quiet area. So the couple settled into the Alton Woods apartment complex. They had been living there for three years as of 2022. The location of the Alton Woods apartment complex was perfect for Steve and Wendy because it was a very short walking distance to a small loop of trails. So they could actually walk from their apartment building directly across this grass field to a highway, then cross the highway, and there was a trailhead. So it was basically like 15 to 20 minutes. And there was this loop of trails that were connecting and they were pretty easy, basic walking trails. So perfect for a retired couple.
1: Yeah, that's really cute. I feel like that's a lot of people's goals, you know, is to just be able to go on walks with your significant other when you guys both retire. Yeah, Cam and I were
0: just talking about that today. Love you, baby. (laughs) Okay, so on April 18th, The couple was last seen leaving. And you know what? Actually, another thing, talking real quick about this trail, it's even more suspicious that these are walking trails that are not that far away. Yeah, like, who is
1: that ball's knee to just... Right.
0: two people. If you're going to shoot a gun, you're going to be able to hear it most likely. That's what happened? Well, you're going to be able to hear it most likely in the apartment (laughs) complex nearby. So, it's just so... It's so strange. So on April 18th, the couple was last seen leaving their apartment complex around 2.30 p.m. Steve and Wendy were walking toward the Marsh Loop trailhead. And it was pretty normal for them to do that, so no one thought anything of it. But, however, family and friends did not see them return after, and other residents at the apartment complex noticed that they didn't return that night. So they were not, Steve and Wendy were not seen after 2.30 p.m. when they were last seen walking towards the trail. They were supposed to attend a family event on the 20th, so two days later, but they did not show up. And that was very worrisome to the family because, one, they were a very reliable couple. Two, they were, the family was trying to call them and neither Steve or Wendy were picking up their phones. The couple's son, Brian, went to his parents' apartment on April 20th when they didn't show up at that family event. There were no signs of the couple, but Brian did find his parents' cell phones and Steve's wallet. So even more red flags are thrown because... If you're going anywhere for a long period of time, you're not going to leave your phone or your wallet.
1: Yeah, that's never a good thing. And I feel like it's always a little more troublesome when people are older, just for their safety. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. The next day, on April
0: 21st, the unfortunate news was made public that Steve and Wendy were found deceased at the Marsh Loop Trailhead. It hasn't been made public who found them. I'm not sure if it was a hiker or if it was police doing a search because they had been reported missing. And like you said, since they were an older couple, police and investigators were on it pretty fast searching for them. So I'm really not sure who found them. And I don't know also why that's not public information.
1: Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Jackie. I don't know. I thought I was on to something first. Well, I was going to say, like, maybe someone called about it and they are, like, still trying to identify the person that called. But, I mean, that doesn't really... I, I don't think that would stop why they would make that part public, you know? Yeah.
0: Maybe it doesn't matter. But either way, I just wish I knew because sometimes maybe it does matter. Yeah. It was determined that Steve and Wendy suffered multiple gunshot wounds... So, very quickly, police determined it was a double homicide. There was no chalk of murder, suicide, anything like that. Following the discovery of the Reeds, police asked the public for assistance on the case, and
1: within one day received over 60 tips. Wow. But truly, what did they even get out of this? They didn't have their wallets on them or their phones. And what would you even think like, if you were gonna rob someone, why would you ever do it on a trail? No one brings valuables with them, so it's like it seems like it was it has to be someone they knew for a reason or a complete random,
0: yeah. And it's just weird because it's like if it's someone that they knew, I don't think, from what I know, they were retired, so I don't think think that it was like every day at 2 30 they went on their walk i think that they just kind of came and went so it's even more like if it was someone they knew were you watching them and following them were you out waiting for them how did this person know and if not it was totally random and there was someone just on this basic walking trail which is also creepy let's get into a little bit more and then we'll talk about theories and whatnot So after, um, like I said, day one, they received over 60 tips following that investigators then received over a hundred more tips. I'm not sure if any of the tips turned up concrete leads because there's not much, but one thing that was confirmed, whether helpful to the case or not, was that there was a potential witness seen in the area who has remained unaccounted for. On May 17th, police announced that there was a young man who was spotted in the Broken Ground Trail area at the time of the murders on May 18th, and they did have a sketch, and the sketch is made public, I will link. The person is a white male looking to be in their late 20s, could be early 30s. They have short brown hair, no facial hair. They looked to be about 5'10", had a medium build, and carried a backpack. He was also wearing a dark jacket or a hoodie with khaki-colored sweatpants. And this could have just been a person who was walking the trails. Like, police aren't saying that they have evidence on this person. They're just saying that... They have accounted for mostly everyone in the area and people have said that they saw this young man, but he hasn't come forward. So it is a little suspicious. And he had a whole backpack on him, which always makes things more suspicious.
1: Yeah, that is kind of weird. But then I mean, it's also like he could have just had other suspicious stuff in there. That wasn't a gun. Like, you could just, I don't know.
0: But, like, it's a month later that they released the sketch. They released it in May. So, even then, why not ditch the bag and come forward and be like, oh, I didn't, I just saw it. Yeah, that's
1: actually a good point. At that, yeah.
0: There were also reports of a car speeding away from the area at the time. But police did find that vehicle and that driver, and they had no connection to the case.
1: So that's pretty crazy that they found that just from someone saying a vehicle sped away. I know,
0: which I think is another reason why they're pushing more for the person in the sketch to come forward, because there weren't a lot of people in the area and they're accounting for everyone except this one person. So something that is frequently talked about with this case is the area itself, Concord, New Hampshire, New Hampshire is a state that really doesn't see a lot of crime and violent crimes. The Boston Globe article that I read for this case claimed that New Hampshire averages about 19 homicides a year. Wow. For Like, for an entire state, that is crazy. That is insanely low. And when you think about how many of those 19 were as horrible as it is most likely people who knew each other and yeah. things like that. But... Concord does seem to draw in more murders considering just one city. So in 2021, there were three murders
1: in Concord, which again... That's like literally still nothing.
0: It is still nothing. It's just crazy that like three out of 19 were in this one city. But then again, it's a bigger city. So it's hard to say, but... In such a safe state, a double homicide of a quiet retired couple is definitely unnerving and very strange. But what's even stranger is that there was also a double homicide in Gorham County, New Hampshire, which is a few, I think about, I can't remember how many miles, but it's probably within an hour away from Concord. And that double homicide happened just a few days prior to the Reed double homicide. Is it unsolved? Um. So, I believe so. So, Gorham County is 80 miles away from Concord, their neighboring. This was a case where also a man and a woman were killed by gunshot wounds. And, yeah, it is still unsolved. Police have not revealed how they were informed about the murder, which is also like the reads. It's just weird. Like, No one is necessarily saying that, but I read that in the cases, and I was like, it's kind of weird how there are these two couples that are found deceased. Who was finding them? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it's just something weird with, like, New Hampshire or the counties. Maybe they're just not saying that publicly. Yeah, maybe they're just
1: withholding stuff.
0: An investigator on the Gorham case said that the two were not connected, but they both remain unsolved, and they both don't have any public leads.
1: I was going to say How can you ever say they're not connected if they're both unsolved? Like, you never know.
0: Yeah. Like, two couples. I know it's 80 miles apart, but imagine someone on... It's crazy to say, but imagine someone on a murder spree. They could have killed the couple in Gorham, drove to Concord, committed this other murder. Yeah. Another odd thing about the area is that, so remember how I said that there were three murders in Concord in 2021? Mm Mm-hmm. One of those murders took place at the same apartment complex where the Reed couple lived. What? And it's also unsolved.
1: Okay, something's going on in that area.
0: So that case in 2021 was the murder of 31-year-old Cody Tuwell... Who died of multiple gunshot wounds. Hmm. This case is unsolved, but once again, police say it has no connection to the Reed murders.
1: How do you know? I know. Like, what information do you have that's leading you to draw that conclusion?
0: Like, could it be someone at the apartment complex?
1: Could it be someone who
0: watched the couple leave and followed them? Seems like someone in the
1: complex would be a good bet, because you could go to and from pretty quick.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's just very, very strange. Like, just for a, a state and a county and an area that has very little crime, yet there are six unsolved murders, two double homicides. Wait, no, there would only be five. five. Two double homicides, and then the one of Cody. Yeah. Weird.
1: Many. They somehow don't think any of them are connected.
0: Right. Many people looking at the case do wonder, too, if perhaps it could have been racially motivated since they were biracial. There's no evidence of that because there's not really evidence of anything. But, you know, people do wonder in a smaller area. But it's just, again, like, so if that was the case... Did someone plan this whole thing prior just because they were biracial or you mean to tell me that someone was on the trail with a gun and is that unhinged that they saw a black and
1: white couple and that was the time? I agree. And it's like pretty scary thinking that when we think of someone who just committed a murder or is about to, you would think that they would look unhinged from the jump. So it's creepy thinking that one of these people, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Like,
0: if that is the case, you kind of mean to tell me that someone that crazy is just walking down the trail? Yeah, I'm on not... their normal walk right next to you.
1: Yeah, ugh,
0: it's so creepy to think about. I personally don't think that's the case because, again, they're older, they're retired, they're quiet. I just don't think that someone would just be that brazen on this walking trail, Uh, Another piece of the mysterious little puzzle is that the FBI was called in just one week or so after the murder to assist with the case. So people think that is odd because the FBI, you know, they don't get involved in everything and police don't make it public why they were put on the case. Some people think that, you know, maybe it was just they needed more resources because the area doesn't deal with a lot of homicides. But many others think that perhaps it had to deal with Stephen's previous career. So like I said, they met when they both worked in D.C. Steve previously worked for the United States Agency for International Development which is an agency within the U.S. federal government that provides foreign aid assistance and foreign development. They do so many things. It's climate change research. They respond to hurricanes and wildfires, international women's empowerment, a bunch of different things, which even more is like, Steve, you're such an awesome person for doing yeah, that work. It makes the
1: story even more tragic.
0: I know. Steve had worked for the agency, and he did travel internationally. He taught English in West Africa for a bit of time in his career. So the fact that he worked for an international government agency prior to retiring definitely spices things up. People bring that up, like, did he cross paths with someone he didn't like before retiring? Was there someone who held a grudge? But again, it's just like he's working for a government agency that literally just provides assistance. Yeah. Who would you have Who would you have come across while working that job?
1: And, and I'm not, he's retired. It's like,
0: yeah, been what? retired. He's 67. They
1: just held a grudge for that long?
0: Yeah. Like I get that kind of and I think that was like
1: grasping at straws a little bit.
0: Yeah. I think that would make sense for an answer why the FBI was called in, you yeah. know, like one of their own, another government employee. I think that kind of makes more sense. Like that's an explanation why the FBI was called in. I don't buy it that that was an explanation why this happened. And it's also like, if there was that big of a grudge, wouldn't his family come forward, his son, and be like, yeah, a couple years ago, there was this guy, and they crossed, and the guy hated him?
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any evidence of that.
0: As far as I know, there's not. And unfortunately, that is all the information that we currently have. Like I said, this was just in April, just a couple months ago. But it's all just really strange and suspicious, no matter what the motive is. Plus, now it's like, okay, if the cases aren't connected, then there are three murderers on the loose. Yeah. There's a murderer who killed Cody in the apartment. There's a murderer who killed the other couple in Gorham County. And now there's a murderer in
1: Concord who killed Steve and Wendy. So. Which is even a little more concerning than if there was just one person. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: concerned because they are all unsolved. Anyone with information about the identity of um, this individual, the whereabouts of this individual, anyone with information is asked to contact the Concord Police Department or the Concord Regional Crime Line. I will link the numbers below. Tips can be submitted anonymously by contacting the Concord Regional Crime Line at 603-226-3100. There was a thirty thousand dollar reward for tips leading to an arrest and just a couple weeks ago it was updated to fifty thousand. Sheesh they aren't stopping. That's good. The extra twenty K was put up anonymously and basically Aww. from what I could find, like I think seventy five percent of the fifty thousand was donated from multiple anonymous sources.
1: That just shows they were great people. It always speaks volumes when, you know, the community or loved ones come together mm-hmm. in uh, people's memories it just makes i feel like it makes me want to fight harder to figure out who did it
0: yeah and it makes me wonder if like an agency that steve had worked for do- donated it yeah, anonymously that's a good point. and it's like for these people who helped so much wendy i can't i couldn't find specifically what her career was but it was very similar to steve where people said that They just cared greatly about the world and making it better. So for this retired couple to be quietly on a peaceful walk and get murdered, like that pisses me off. I won't stand for that. So we seriously need to like get their picture out there, get the sketch out there. I will link it below. It is a pretty basic sketch. Like it's one of those that you look at it and it could be anyone, but you never know. You could know that person and be like, Damn, on that day I saw them and they
1: were wearing khaki pants and a dark sweatshirt. Never forget about your intuition. Never just think like, oh, that can never happen. If you get a random thought and you think it could be a random person, if they're innocent, then there's they're innocent. There's no harm in trying to pursue it. So, And I, I think it's a little sad and troubling that I hadn't heard about the story before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like... Almost that murders are so common in the U.S. that it's really, they just go unnoticed unless you're in the area.
0: And I think it also speaks to, like, maybe this is just, obviously this is just my opinion, but it also speaks, they were missing first. The fact that there was a retired couple, not just one person, a retired couple who went missing together, that needs to be talked about more. You know, we've seen cases where there are young women, beautiful young women, yep. who go missing in their twenties and it's
1: a national search. Why are two There's one underway right now. Yeah. And I mean it's it's there's never anything wrong with that. It's the fact that resources and media attention is clearly not equally divided. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad because It's crazy to see how quick cases move along when random people know about it.
0: Yeah, and like Jackie said, every case deserves the same media attention. So all I'm saying is, like, protect our youth, but we also need to still be protecting any vulnerable group. And Mm -hmm. elderly people are still very vulnerable and often are the victims of random crimes. So it's sad, but I really, really, really just hope that they can get leads... Um, Whoever is in the picture, I hope that they can get identified. And I hope that all three of these murders in uh, New Hampshire in close proximity can get solved. So unfortunately, that is the
1: case as of now for Steve and Wendy Reed. Well, I'm glad we did the story. I feel like this is kind of the whole point of doing a true crime podcast is to get these stories out there and just hope that someone listens and it clicks with them or they just feel called to look more into it or even they just tell their friends and family you know right exactly do our parts that's all we can do
0: exactly so everyone take a look at the sketch i will link it below that rewards up to 50k so if you have a tip anything that could be helpful um the number and everything will be
1: in the article and yeah if you guys are doing any hiking or just going out on your trails this summer going out on your hot girl walks, I know it's like, um, headphones are an essential, but obviously be very, very careful, be aware of your surroundings, just be knowledgeable of who's around you. I mean, if stuff like this happens, there's obviously nothing that can be done, but I think when people are knowledgeable about what's going on around them, they're less likely to fall victim to something sad. Mm-hmm. Always have your head on a swivel. Swivel, swivel, swivel. <laughs> when you're on that hike, you better swivel your head, girl. Hot girl and swivel. <laughs> yeah, hot, hot people swivel this summer.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of And That's Creepy. We love you and we appreciate you as always.
1: We will see you guys next time on another episode. And as always, stay safe out there. Bye. Bye.
0: Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate review and subscribe. Thanks creepy cats.